0: All right. So welcome to the Make It podcast. Today I am with Emerald McCauley. Um, I'm super excited to interview you about your like recent uh, graduation and about your journey in school. So if you could please introduce yourself and then tell us what major you studied in college and why.
1: Hi everyone. My name is Emerald. Um, I'm a graduate from Cal State Monterey Bay and I majored in management and international business with a minor in music. Uh, I chose that major because I, I'm i the first in my family to graduate uh, in h- any higher education and I was a former FOSS youth as well. So I figured really honing in on my, uh, my just organizational skills and, and t- abilities um, would kind of give me a broader scope to any industry that I would um, enter after graduation, so then i I would also have more options to continue my education and focus uh, focus on global entertainment um, in a master's program or um and also take on other interests like I'm also a scuba diver and um, have have a big passion for the ocean
0: that's awesome um thanks so. Did you kind of have an idea of what you wanted to study? Like, did you always know you wanted to go into this or um, how did you kind of like find out?
1: So my sophomore year, I was in a battle uh, with myself struggling with depression, but also like um, what I really wanted to, to focus on. Um Original marine science major because as I mentioned, I have, I have a huge passion for for the ocean, um, but I just found myself struggling with life life situations, circumstances. You know, things that come up, um, and I figured that I needed something that would kind of draw out certain things that I could bring to the table, like no matter no matter the table. So I was brought to, um, I was involved in the Guardian Scholars Program at my campus. And I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Guardian Scholars Program. Um, across all the state universities, there's a program dedicated to supporting former foster youth and adopted and orphans. Um, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a broad identity, even homeless, um, identity-focused group. And um, my retent- the retention advisor, brought to my attention, she, while I was talking about the things that were going on in my life, uh, she was a huge support um, for me, and one statement that really stood out to me uh, was, you light up every time you talk about music, and it was true, like, every time I had talked about, spoke about music to someone, uh, I had a million things to say, and um, and I, and I knew how music affected me throughout my life. And so I figured, um, I, I love how music impacted me. So I wanted to figure out how I can impact music. Um, so that's when I decided to do a major in business and a minor in music, because um, I've, I've been in performing music since uh, for over 14 years and multiple instruments. And um, I knew that was always, that's gonna be a part of my life. So how, how can I, bring professionalism um, into it.
0: Wow, that's incredible. First of all, I love the Garden Scholars Program. I, we don't have that on my campus. I wish or I hope that like every university has that. I'm so glad that you like had that resource. Um, And that's awesome that you can play multiple instruments. What, what instruments or vocals, like what do you like to do personally in music?
1: More uh, in January, I picked up the guitar uh, for the like to teach myself and I started singing too. And um, before that, though, I have like four, 14 years of playing flute and, and eight years of playing bass guitar. And um, I was in a Latin jazz band on my campus uh, playing percussion instruments. And um, I'm going to start teaching um, privately soon as well.
0: That's awesome. That's super exciting. Uh, So kind of looking back on your college experience, what are the things that you liked about your major and your experience? And then what are the things that you maybe didn't like?
1: I definitely (laughs) did not um, love uh, just the tedious, This work we had to do—they really made sure that we knew our grammar, even the most basic things. You know, like you know, just tedious things like that, um, which really do help uh, sharpen your reports for sure. Um, I don't, I don't miss the thirty-page reports um, and the nervousness of presentations. You know, like just little, just really the little things. Overall, like I did, I did love, um, you know, being. Being a, a person, a reliable person in the classroom. I'm I miss um having that team, that team, the teamwork. Like I, I know everyone else hates it, but I, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed getting to know different parts of people because everyone's just so different. And I guess maybe that has something that might be an attribute from being from having a foster foster youth background because like I was having to get to know people, different people all the time. So I don't know. Like I I learned to enjoy it. Um, and so when i was placed in a, in a business setting i have i have this tendency to be really silly or super serious so like that was my dynamic in the groups like i knew when to get down and i also knew when to like lay back and just have a good time and and you know make sure that to remind us that we're still human and we got to take care of ourselves and and um i think that's what the business world is all about nowadays and so it was it was a uh, great having to do research get to know people and and um build my community that's awesome i'm glad that um
0: that's funny i definitely agree with you about like the tedious stuff and the grammar i feel that too when uh, professors were like grading my papers or my like submissions and getting points off for grammar, I'd be like, come on, like, I did it all right. Um, no. <laughs> so I totally get that. And that's a cool perspective of, you know, you were you had to get to know people all the time and you could either choose to, you know, hate it or you could be like, okay, like, you know, let's give this a shot. Absolutely. So, and then throughout your college experiences, what are some some things that you – either attended or some situations you went through that have maybe, that have shaped who you are today? And we can go before college as well.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, Before college is a great start actually. Um, I started uh, really being an independent individual at at the age of 16. Um, You know, I was, I was, uh, you know, one of the lesser fortunate, you know, like, I had to deal with a lot of things that normal, you know, other college, I mean, high school students didn't have to really deal with, so when I was at school, I, um, that was my outlet, and I was highly involved in the music programs, Um, band, I did band, drumline, color guard, like, you name it, I was, there like (laughs) just because like music was so just me that's where I was my mind is just so stimulated by the sense of safety and 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 creativity all all in a package and and then performing it being able to be on a stage or or um in a crowd knowing that no one knows me but as long you know I I just know that I practice on what I wanted them to see and, and then keep, uh, building on myself. And, and that's what I loved the most about the programs and um, the people. And so, and so school is my escape in all reality, like school is my escape. I loved being at school. I loved being at, at band events and, um, With that being said, like at home, like it was kind of like the opposite. It was a place where I wanted to avoid and, you know, my mom had, my mother had relapsed. And so I was really out there doing everything on my own, uh, kind of just survival mode early on, um, which has been a pattern throughout my life, actually. So, you know, um, once it came down to seeing all my friends uh, applying to college, I didn't really under, I didn't have like that uh, foundation of encouragement, that foundation of you can do that, that is an option for you. So I kind of had to find that inside myself, um, that worthiness, you know, I do deserve to go to college, I do deserve to have this education and so uh, my best friend, she she was in band, and she was applying to colleges. And so I was just kind of observing her going to the college fairs that she was going to, and and um, just doing my own exploring. And and so I applied to four different universities, and and anxiously waited until uh, March and April, and um, was excited to see it, that I I got accepted to all four, and. And uh, I chose Monterey Bay because uh, it was it was really just the idea of living near the ocean. <laughs> it was the living near the ocean, and also and also the marine science uh, program at the mo- at the time wasn't as impacted as uh, San Francisco uh, State University was. Um, and the other two options were kind of not as uh, enticing uh, for for the time being. Um, so. I thoroughly enjoy and treasure Monterey uh, for what it helped me uh, accomplish and achieve as far as uh, personally and uh, professionally uh, and and locally. I I truly believe I became a local in Monterey Um, artistically. As a musician, I became a part of the music scene. I um, started uh, managing some musicians and uh, contributing to the to the art scene in general and just being there for poetry night and open mic and stuff like that um but uh to go back to your question you know things that i had to overcome so that was the essence of having to do things on my own that's pretty much what my narrative is throughout college not having that family support going through a lot of adversity struggling with the depression that i had been diagnosed with since 12 um, and and then figuring out like who's this person trying to emerge from 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 me? What what is this phoenix burning for? You know, like uh, figuring out um, what is my fire for, and how do I make sure not only do I just shine, but am I burning the right parts to grow into new better parts, newer better you know, and so I had to make critical decisions, you know, as far as like being strategic with my fin- finances, because, you know, I had to work a part-time job, um, all the time. I, I, I had three jobs at one point. And so, um, you know, str- you know, b- and then there's the balance of all that, you know, uh, and then, uh, my, I got my identity stolen one time <laughs> and then uh, my car broke down and <laughs> had to get rid of it and, um, you know, struggling with my own identity. Like not knowing who I, who I was, you know, I, I have a gr- greater understanding of who I am now. Um, but also overall accepting, accepting certain parts of me and letting go of of things that have you know affected me from the past that has made a huge huge difference like you know things that my 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 parents my foster parents my grandparents um the things that have happened between us like myself and them I I understand that holding on to those things really doesn't contribute to my my growth like how, how does a flower blossom if you keep putting rocks on top of it you know like, and you're just letting those rocks sit there. So, you know, I, I cleaned up my garden and I made sure to water my plants. And, um, I finally felt beautiful for the first time in a very long time. And it's been like that for the past two years. And I'm very grateful, um, for having, having, having really gifted that to myself. We have to gift that part of life that, that deservingness to ourselves and then, and then flourish in, in what we think is good for us. And so, um, a lot of those understandings I've had to really, like, dive into to to be the person I am today. Um, I'm so fortunate that I was able to really push through the last five weeks of COVID, school, Zoom University, you know, and um, and uh, say that I was able to uh, not just set a standard for my family. I don't like to be like, oh, yeah, I set the bar for you guys. Now catch up. It's like, no, it's like, no, this is, this is, I, I trailblazed. So you can do the same thing in your own way I, I have eight younger siblings, so i I try so hard to, to be a, a great uh, not just a great role model but a real role model a real person i 'm a real person. I make mistakes and I accomplish things like it's okay we're we're continuously growing and learning, and that's all I wish i uh, wish to be um, as i as I continue uh, my my journey. You just said so many great things I am you are incredible.
0: I love, um, I love that you talked about that you have to like gift that to yourself because I think um, a lot of times we view it as like selfish or you know hyping ourselves up is like frowned upon and it's like no you need to like pat yourself on the back and you know tell yourself you love yourself and like you said water your garden. It's perfect analogy um, and I also really loved about not just being like a good role model but a real role model because oftentimes uh, I think so I'm I studied engineering and everybody's always like oh women in stem women in stem but they always show you these like perfect women that checked all the boxes and and same with like influencers on social media you know you see their highlight reel but you don't see like the other stuff and it's like what kind of example does that tell other people especially young people it just shows them how, how perfect you know, other people may be, but it doesn't show like all the critical decisions and all the things that they've had to go through and the ups and the downs. So I think that's like a great way to uh, be a role model. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about kind of what you want to do now, now that you're a recent grad and throughout all the experiences you've had before college and in college, um, how do you want to like use your major now and go out into the world?
1: So I started my own uh, my own uh, business for music management. I call it Tree Star Music Management, and i I pretty much just have a, such a broad uh, um, service to offer to musicians. Uh, I go from writing artist biographies, setting up emails to send out to publishers, uh, working on market, their marketing on social media, um, strategizing any, uh, well, can't do any touring right now, but I was helping with touring. <laughs> um, just, I, I just brainstorming. Like if they need help, just brainstorming ideas on how to really get their creativity um, translated into their art. So, um, well, their creativity translated in an artistic way to their audience. That's, that's what it is. Um, and so, um, I've been doing that since January and I've worked with uh, a few artists, J uh, Malo, and Monterey, and right now I'm working with Midnight Dorset. He's currently located in Hawaii. And um, and and also my grandmother, she's um, she's a folk singer in um, Angels Camp, California. So um, I just started kind of just doing my own thing. And I do believe because of my business uh, skills and abilities, and what I've I've grown and what I've seen, I'm just kind of ch- trying to just mesh everything together to see how we could actually offer someone like the confidence um, and. Just could you really? They could use my skills to enhance enhance their experience as musicians, especially during COVID right now. Like it's it's such a weird time, you know. And um. And I, and I kind of was just kind of stuck at, after I graduated. After I graduated, I use quotation marks after graduated because I really wish I had that like finishing moment. You know, obviously walking across the stage with. Have made me feel I finished a chapter. So, since that didn't happen, I felt pretty stagnant in Monterey. And I was like, I need to go do something and be somewhere. I don't. I don't even know. I didn't have time to plan anything. I didn't. I didn't have anything planned. I was like, I was working. To be honest, I was working at a dispensary. (laughs) I was working at a dispensary and (laughs) finishing my college courses and uh, still living on campus. So once that deadline came to be like, hey, you're done with school, you got to go, I was like, oh, um, yeah, where am I going, because <laughs> keep in mind, I don't have, like, the the parents to kind of fall back on, and so I had to do some maneuvering all summer, and just uh, just kind of, I applied to over 100 jobs, and now I'm like, Now I'm in a better place where I found my own room. I have two jobs and I'm saving up to continue my academic journey. I want to apply to uh, Berkeley and Valencia, Spain for the global entertainment program. Uh, So I could have like a master's focusing on um, just global entertainment and how to apply that um, everywhere I go because I did get an international business degree. So I'm hoping to actually be abroad at some point when COVID kind of clears up a bit better, you know. Um, but other than that, I do want to start diving into my other interests as well, um, as far as, like, art history, because uh, I am an artist myself. Like, I don't want – that's that's the thing I thought about. I was like, I don't want to starve the artist inside myself to fulfill another artist, you know. Like, I like I don't want to just keep giving, giving, giving. I need to, to give to myself and – and so I I definitely, I'm such a sponge for knowledge that um, I do believe going back into school will help me kind of get out of this, kind of this stagnant fog I've been in since graduation, and it's real, like, I know others. I've heard stories, like, there's a post-graduate, graduate, like, I don't want to just call it a depression, but kind of like a mood swing <laughs> you go through, you know, you're just like, whoa, well, you know, and, um, I just wanna keep moving forward with my education and keep continue impacting um, musicians and artists uh, all alike. Um, And that's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: That's not that with COVID and then everything's like on fire and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you have to find a place to live. That's not easy in California for for like a cheaper price. Um, Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. rough. Yep. Um, (laughs) we need to get everybody out of the dorms blah blah blah. um but that sounds like a kick-ass path like applying to those schools and going abroad and it seems I know being in a rut is tough but it seems like you know you you have like your next vision and hopefully that helps like pull you through this like stagnant rut and I guess depending on COVID as well
1: (laughs) yeah absolutely right now I'm uh, located in North Lake Tahoe, and I would have never thought I'd live in Lake Tahoe, um, <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, I have two part-time jobs, but it's, it's, I'm, I'm a worker. I love working. I love earning, and I know that I'm saving. I'm doing real adult things. Like, I've opened a savings account, and, <laughs> and um, I'm really trying my best to just, you know, focus, focus, the focus, you know, focus. Yeah. So, For my last question, um, what is a piece of advice
0: that you would want to give maybe aspiring college students like just graduating high school or or current college students that are still kind of trying to figure out what they want to do and what they want to study?
1: I would say, listen to what the universe brings to you. I wouldn't have ever thought my advisor would say or would would really acknowledge my passion by the simple phrase of you light up when you talk about music. Um, So it's just listen just and listen to the people that care about you. You know they they don't say weird or dumb things (laughs) like for no reason for the most part. Um, And I always I've always told myself as since a child. I don't, I don't know. These words came to me when I was young and it was, don't put your two cents into nonsense. And I've listened to that my entire life (laughs) and it, you know, it's, it's a nice check, you know. Um, Other than that, don't, don't hang on to negativity too much uh, because we all go through um, uh, episodes of self-destruct or, you know, um, maybe some like shame about things from in our past. Um I have to recognize that shame and then wherever it, it stemmed from. Um, I I like to say that like water from the earth trickling down roots into the river, people will filter out naturally like they were possibly meant to be. So you know just keep refreshing yourself you know don't don't sit in that shame don't sit in that guilt that negativity you know use that as like kind of just pouring out of me I just let's you know let's just let it finish pouring out and then and then find what I could do to repair that to repair that leak you know that I have in and then keep being strong and keep pushing through um because like seriously as coming from someone who's gone through a lot of adversity i've i've a million reasons to walk this earth and be broken you know and but then again i also have a million reasons to live a life that i deserve
0: thank you for saying that i think a lot of people and i've definitely been in that situation where um you can like feel it's too much negativity. And I don't know, my friends call me a reckless optimist, but I'm with you. Like there are a million reasons that I could be sad and do nothing. And that doesn't invalidate like my hardships, but also it's like, okay, I'm going to take this and make the best life for me as like much as I can. Exactly. Like this is,
1: this is it. This is it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I'm- I'm so excited to like follow your journey and see um, what you do and what you have done. Thank you for being on the make it series today.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You guys are all awesome at real industry. Thank you.